Welcome back to the Malinoka Oi Magazine and Silver Shark Media Podcast. I'm Jason Evans of Silver Shark Media. As always, we thank you for tuning in today and encourage you to subscribe and download to our podcast series. Today, I want to welcome the PGA Director of Golf for Kaanapali Golf Courses, Sudi Nidakorn. Sudi, thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. Excellent. Aloha. Thank you for having us. And uh, yeah, I hope you're doing well over there. Awesome. I appreciate it. And yeah, we're, we're excited. We haven't talked golf yet on our podcast series, and it's definitely an industry I wanted to kind of get into a little bit and kind of talk about, you know, both your background and the history of the golf courses and kind of some, some business dynamics in, in the golf world. So let, let's start off with you first. Where did you grow up and when did you first come to Maui? Well, it's uh, been a while that I've been on Maui, about uh, 13 years now, straight to Maui from Cincinnati, Ohio, which is where I grew up. Started playing golf uh, over there competitively and, um, and you know, it led to a career in golf and uh, started out as a golf professional there. And then um, when you get a call from Maui to go from Ohio to Maui, it, it, the, the choice is obvious. Yeah. So came out here in 2007 and, you know, hadn't looked back since. It's been a it's an, been an amazing time out here. So golf is an incredibly competitive sport as you are going through your golf career early on. At what point did you see golf as something that was going to transition for you from a sport to compete in to, I think I want to make a career out of this. I'd say it was serendipitous, you know, like you said, golf, you see as a sport, right? You, you, you see it as, you know, you, you pick up some golf clubs and uh, you can enter in a tournament and then you go play and do, do the best you can. And there's no secret to uh, getting good at it. You've got to practice a lot and just, you know, grind it out and hope that you hope that you make it. Truth is I didn't even know working in the golf industry was an option. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, you know, I played competitively as a, as a junior and, you know, as I was growing up, didn't think, uh, that it realistically it would be a playing career. You know, I just, uh, figured, okay, well, I'll just take it as far as I can and, you know, graduate with a degree. My degree was in finance and I figured, okay, I'll, work my way to wall street and, you know, retire and join a country club and do all those, you know, that was, that was my, my goofy vision as a, as a younger adult. Sure. And, um, it was interestingly enough, a golf outing, a company golf outing where I, uh, just found out that, Hey, golf professionals, you know, work within, you know, within the clubhouse and, you know, they have a, a, a unique role and literally had inquired about it during a company golf outing. You know, same company that I work for today. You know, it started out in Cincinnati and got transferred out here to Maui. So I can't make a story like that up. It was really cool. Is it true that your first exposure to Kanapali golf was through an internship? Yes. So that, yeah, that it was a, that exact internship that, that brought me out here. You know, I was just young in the industry and, you know, we've been working, um, pretty hard. I don't know if you, you know, on the mainland, it, it gets bright, you know, the sun rises, you know, around five thirty, six o'clock and it doesn't set until in the summertime until nine forty-five. Yeah. You know, those would be working long hours as a professional, um, in Ohio and, uh, sun up till sundown. And then in the wintertime, snow falls, short days. And I just received, you know, I had received word that they were looking for an intern out in Maui. The company was nice enough to say, hey, you have a shot at uh, at, at making it out there. And so I uh, put my name in and was fortunate enough to get chosen for the internship. 
and came out to Maui from uh, for four months. I think it was from uh, beginning of December through the end of March. You picked a good and, four uh, months to, to leave Cincinnati. <laughs> it was it wasn't hard to twist the arm on that one. It was like well, it was pretty cool. When I talk to high school, college students, I do a lot of you know production work, and and I've had interns of my own through my career, and. I can't stress enough the value of internships in career, at least in my industry. And I, I think it it certainly goes into other industries as well. I think the value can can really open up a world of, of opportunity. What did your internship teach you back then? I mean, could you ever imagine that, you know, you're on an internship to Maui for a few months and fast forward, now all of a sudden you're the director of golf at that same golf course? Yeah, I think the key you know, to, to all this internship and anything else through, um, education is just expanding your mind, getting to know more of the world. And, you know, I've heard so many great stories along the same level. I've had friends who've gone abroad for a season or anything like that. This is a state within the U S but a similar example where a kid who's grown up in Cincinnati, Ohio gets to move out to a you know, a small island, really, to tell you the truth, for 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 four months, it yeah. really opens your eyes to different a different way of living. Obviously, awesome weather and yep. uh, you know some great people out here, but it's just such a different side of the world. Um, you know, different group of people, different culture. The Aloha culture is amazing. And so for me, it was eye-opening. It's it's that part of uh, whether it's in high school or college or whatever, internships uh, just really expand your mind, let you see the world, let you see another part of uh, another industry. You know, not just talking about golf, just talking about life in general. It's sure. great to learn about new things. You know. So let's transition to your your job here. What is the role? What does a director of golf at a golf course do? I get that question every once in a while and it's uh you know the misnomer with golf professionals is that we play golf every day (laughs) (laughs) quite the opposite it's it's i love it you know i love what i do otherwise wouldn't be doing it to put it in a good summary of what the job is it's it's running a business and the business is golf it's a golf course which means that you know you you need to have employees to run the golf course we have uh, not only a golf course where we send people out to go play but we have a a a pro shop where we sell merchandise every day and two restaurants are normally uh function at this facility so you know just while i might not be overseeing the operations there i definitely have to know what i'm talking about when i'm uh, discussing food and beverage issues sure Uh, we run events so coordinate a lot of events here anything from golf outings to weddings to concerts even and we've done some other creative events that have been just off the charts so golf professional in the world of running a golf course can can mean a lot of different things a lot of different hats sure well you mentioned the, the you know running a business and the industry of golf itself has grown substantially obviously over the last decade or so so as a destination golf course what are ways that you look to have your courses stand out for people who visit Maui or even, you know, Hawaii in general? In one word, it's the experience. People generally have a dream in mind, a vision in mind on what they're going to vacation for. I'm lucky enough to have seen it from the other side, you know, living in 
in Ohio all those years and just kind of imagining what Maui might look like in my head, you know, palm trees, sunsets, beaches, and all that good stuff. The good news was that it was all, it was all real, you know? (laughs) So in my mind, that's, that's, that's what the golf experience needs to deliver as well. When, when we're out here at Kanapali, you know, it's, it's um, all those things. People are coming out to Maui for vacation. And in their mind, they have an expectation of, you know, what that might be a dream of what they've saved all their money up to go see and do. And golf is uh, definitely a big part of that. You know, we, we want to see the same things you want to tee off and, you know, a nice lush green resort course, have a few great ocean views while you're out there, Um, you know, see the beach when you're out there. Um, sometimes during whale seasons, you see whales pop up, popping up. It's, you know, so even for me, as I'm kind of coming into work every day, I'm, I'm imagining what a cool experience is like, what a Maui experience is like. And so that's, that's kind of what we like to put out there, what we like to portray and, and be a part of people's uh, vacations when they come out here. So prior to this year, cause this year is kind of in a category of its own, what, from a business standpoint, what were some of your biggest challenges in your role? Uh, prior to this year, I wouldn't see him too much as challenges. It was just uh, uh, more or less dreaming up things. Maui was is such a strong destination where we had a dependable base to look after and to, to help out and with uh, the game of golf. And so I guess the biggest challenge is just, is just to keep staying creative and right. keep on coming up with uh, fresh events for everybody to enjoy. You know, because of golf itself, it's, it's going to be what it is, which is... Uh, yeah, I don't mean to demean it. It's 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 just a it's a great experience. It's what people understand of golf back home is you know you're going out and playing and enjoying you know four to five hours of your day. Yep. And uh, here it's no different. You're you're it, the difference is that the uh, it's the setting, it's the background, and so a lot of these challenges that some places may have. We don't have as much here. Our staff enjoys coming in every day and just uh, they're bright eyed. And the cool thing is it doesn't get old for us here. Right. You know, right. We enjoy being here. Well, let, let's shift to this year just for a little bit. When did you first start to realize the impact of everything in March with the pandemic was going to have on the golf courses and, and really the island in general? Well, it was interesting. It was very sudden. I mean, I, I'm sure you can concur. Sure. Um, everything, it, it felt like it went from zero, not only zero to 60, zero to 100 in, yep. in, 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 in no time. Once everything started to shut down, that was a clear clue that uh, things were, weren't going to be the same for a while. It happened in Maui as well. For the most part, you know, things things kind of closed off uh, for tourism for a while. And as as that happened, a lot of businesses, most businesses on Maui had to shut down and uh, kind of uh, hold off on everything and kind of see really what the landscape of the world was going to be. Yeah. And so we weren't any different. We had to we, we the course was closed through April and um, it just gave us a chance to reconvene and. Uh, strategize and figure out, you know, what the right, how the right way of opening was going to be. Did anything in your business career prior to this prepare you for such an unpredictable situation? That's a good question. And 
the answer I, th- I think for most people is going to be no on that one. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, in, in society, you know, I don't think any of us have ever experienced something where back in 2007 and eight with the economic impacts, you know, uh, I was here then too. It, it wasn't the same, you know, things uh, back then things were, you know, got kind of dicey, but you, everybody understood that, oh, okay, well, this is just a little fluctuation we're going through. Yeah. This past event, we're still going through it now. And it's just uh, something where it's the first time I've seen something like this, where we're all involved. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in the golf industry, the restaurant industry, the hotel industry, auto industry, whatever it may be, everybody is a hundred percent affected by this. And so it's both nerve wracking, but comforting at the same time. I don't know if sure. that sounds right, but well, I, I know, guess it's, it's support, you know, within other industries, I guess that it's not just, it's not just yours, um, that you can look at other industries and, and try to see what, what they've been able to do and, and see what potential exists. Yeah. And you know, that's the thing. It's, uh, we remain positive through it all and just optimistic that we're going to get through it together. So I, I guess that's you know, kind of what I meant by it's, it's not just one industry that's, uh, being singled out in this sure. we're, we're all in it together. Well, golf was one of the, the first things that uh, at least on the mainland, especially started to kind of open up after the initial lockdown, if you will, people want to get outside, they wanted to exercise Things like golf provided a bit more social distancing potential. It's a li- little bit more of a solitary sport, if you will. So, you know, as you first looked at reopening, what were some things, you know, just kind of big picture, some things that were going through your mind? Well, yeah, I think the social distancing and spacing, while golf has a, you know, kind of an advantage that way, we just, we still had to plan it out as a business just to make sure that there weren't opportunities to have too many people in one place at one time. Yep. And so, you know, that's the nice part is that that's fairly easy to do for us. You know, we were based on reservations. And so we just plan the reservations out so that uh, as people flow in, everybody's comfortable and doesn't, you know, there's there's never a sense of overcrowdedness here or overcrowding. What are your hopes? And I, I certainly know that you are not a fortune teller, nor do you control any aspect of tourism influx. <laughs> but what w- what are your hopes for you know the remainder of 2020 into 2021 for the golf industry here on Maui? We're definitely a big team out here, um, and what I mean by that is uh, the golf industry is one thing, but we're very much based off of tourism. So as, as one big team, we're just kind of keep in touch with uh, all our friends at the hotels and, um, you know, the airlines and things like that, just to pay attention to see when everything recharges. So yeah, it really just keeping an open mind about it. Like you said, we're not, we're not fortune tellers and we're going to going to try and remain positive and and when it's the right time we'll be ready well i will i will shift this back to much more positive conversation conifly golf courses has always been innovative with community events and one in particular the keiki tilapia fishing tournament has always been a huge hit (laughs) and i know it was postponed this year but in the past why has that event been so important to conifly golf well you know hawaii and maui and lahaina even if you want to just dig deeper and, and, and take it to a more intimate level and can even say Ka'anapali. We're definitely a part of the community and 
the fishing tournament, the Keiki fishing tournament is very near and dear to us. Uh, it allows us to be able to donate a site. For those of you who might not uh, know what the Keiki tilapia fishing tournament is, we have a big pond in between holes one and 18. And surprisingly enough, it ha- it's a natural uh, breeding ground for tilapia, for yeah. fish. Yeah. And so every year, for the past uh, decade, we've we've donated, and and even long before that, there had been uh, previous fishing tournaments where um, we donate the site to the kids, and kids come out. It's a fishing tournament where, as soon as they stick their poles in, the fish are biting, yeah. which is super cool. And to see a to see a kid catch a fish, um, you know, it's as for me, it's as good as seeing a kid flush a golf ball down the middle of the fairway so smiles on faces uh families enjoying themselves it really is true meaning as to what we're all about you know it's an easy one for us to be a part of every year we're fortunate to have the the resources to do it we have a great partnership with maui united way maui electric company to to put that on and uh they do a fantastic job with their volunteers and um you know, getting all the entire community, um, all of Maui together. It's a big event where everybody looks forward to every year. It's huge. I, I know people, you know, everyone I know with kids, at, at least on the West side, it's an annual destination for them. And I, I feel like it just grows and grows each year. And I can only imagine the, the popularity on, on your end and, and sort of a, a pleasant surprise at how much it's grown over the years. Yeah, I love that word you use, uh, annual destination. You know, it's like, it's true. I've heard of families just planning, you know, kind of their year around it. They, or at least that time of the year, you know, where they have to make sure that they, I mean, even just to get into the event is a chore, is a challenge. I've heard of years where the, the tournament will sell out within a day. Yeah, you know? it's a big and, ticket. Yeah. So getting into it is special and coming out with your family special will have, you know, not only the kids, not only the parents, but uncles and aunties who are, uh, you know, they, they make a big day out of it. The fishing itself only lasts for a couple of hours, but the experience is all day, you know, from got to get there early to get your spot to priming up your, your fishing pole, getting the worms ready. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and then really making sure that you, you, you your technique is right with dipping the, uh, dipping the uh, line in so it's, <laughs> you know it's, these these just a cool experience where not only that it's uh fishing right it's it's a tradition that's handed down from yep. generation to generation and uh you know talk about a, a really safe controlled environment to do that and where you're coming to a place where the wind doesn't kick up too much and uh you're in a spot where uh, other families are at and it's just cool to see all that going on in one spot. And you know, you have a, at least a decent chance of catching a fish. So for small children is an important component. You know, I, I don't know if this figure is factually correct, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say 100% of the kids catch something. So. <laughs> I think it's close. I think it's very close. So. <laughs> uh, w- one other way that the golf course sort of brings, you know, community involvement in not via golf is foot golf, which is kind of a, a cool way that, Folks are able to kind of utilize the golf course area. So what is foot golf? It's exactly like it sounds. <laughs> it's, it's funny because they're right, foot golf. So we, we cut out these big holes out off, off to the side. So the traditional, golf, traditional golfers aren't affected by the foot golf course. But off to the side in the roughs, 
generally areas where you don't want to go as golfers, we cut out these big holes, um, big enough to fit a soccer ball in. And uh, there's a, a, a nice plastic cup that fits into that hole, a flagpole and everything. So you tee off by kicking off. And so you kick the ball out as far as you can. And after it stops rolling, you kick it again towards the uh, towards the flag and try to get the ball in the hole. Almost the exact same rules to golf, yeah. uh, except you're kicking the ball. It's hugely popular here. We have a strong following that comes out. And uh, similar to, to, to golf now with the safety measures, uh, it, it's a it's a great way to come out and just have some fun. Yeah, have some so, fun and get some good exercise while you're at it. I'll leave you on a question that'll really target your golf insiders and your regulars of your course, you know, as the director of golf at Conopoly Golf Courses, what is your favorite hole to play on your course and why? Favorite hole to play. Okay. You know, I'm going to have a two-part answer. Go for it. <laughs> uh, you know, the best view is uh, on number five. It's not my favorite hole to play because of how hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think golfers can appreciate that. But when I'm on the green, I love just staring out. That's just one of the, you know, just uh, I usually play at the end of the day, you know, after everybody's out there already. So it's it's typically close to sunset. The the green of hole number five on the Royal Course is right by the beach. So um, the weather is kind of cool right around that time of day. No matter how many shots it took me to get on the green, <laughs> which you know I'm a professional, it takes me usually a couple shots, and yeah, then. Yeah. Uh, putting for for birdie and uh but really the experience is uh staring out at the beach and just kind of taking it in for a bit and then my favorite hole to play is hole number 17 on the royal personally i love par threes that don't have to be over 200 yards to be challenging mm-hmm. this one is uh just over 100 yards depending on where the tee box is and you know the, it goes over water and for me, those are my favorite holes, the ones that aren't, you know, that you don't have to hit a 300-yard drive to play successfully. It's, it's these little little holes that are, that are just challenging enough, and, you know, you can play with your friends and just get something good out of that hole. So it's, it's a, aesthetically, it's a fun hole because of the, the, the pond that goes uh, in between it. Uh, the green and the tee box, but um, there's days where I've had a little flip wedge into the hole and days where I've hit, you know, five iron into the hole because of the wind. Yeah. So those are my favorite holes. And that, that seven, 17 is my favorite to play because of that. Because awesome. of the challenges. Well, how can people, let's start with people here on Maui. If people are interested in coming down to the golf course, obviously they have to make reservations to play. What is the best way for people to follow the course on social media and or get in touch to make a reservation if they want to come down and play. Just remember our name. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we're at conopolygolfcourses.com. Follow you know, on social media, on Instagram and Facebook is Conopoly Golf. Uh, so we're on, we're on all the social media outlets and, uh, you know, we try to keep up to date with everything. And, uh, even now, as we're going through the days, we, we, we're trying to keep it fresh, keep it exciting with different, uh, things and events that we have going on. So Conopoly Golf and then conopolygolfcourses.com for our website. And then I do have one, I'm going to go back and have one more question on, you know, for, sure. for the golf listeners, you know, and I, yes. I, I produce a couple different TV series that are on golf network and particularly from like 2011 on, I just feel like there was just such a massive explosion in the golf world. And 
And I don't know if it's because of the internet, people seeing new courses that are more accessible than they realize, and a mixture of golf on television with high def, where, you know, these places, it's just a beautiful sport to watch on TV. But as you've seen the industry explode over the past couple decades, has it been a surprise to you at all? Not a surprise in terms of, wow, you know, golf is this um, new sport or anything like that. I think we go through waves. The The best thing is that golf is such an amazing, timeless sport yeah. uh, where it, it does withstand the test of time, right? It's been around forever. And, you know, I started playing way back when you saw different blips in history where like the Tiger Woods resurgence or uh, Tiger Woods where everybody started playing golf then when he was winning. Mm -hmm. And and now this recent, like, as you say, this past decade where more players start to get into the game, you know, it's been a mix of things. Top golf has been a influence on uh, recreational golfers and getting them into the game, but the game itself really it doesn't change it's and i mean that as a the biggest compliment sure um, it's one of the few games where you can go out and play with literally anybody mm-hmm. um you can it's a family oriented game where you can take your you know your kids out to play or you can you know uh my favorite memories you know the reason why i got in the game was uh because my my dad he mm-hmm. was a golfer in our family and my mom wanted to play and so she starts learning from my dad and then goes out on her own. Well, she needed somebody to practice with. And so she, she, she took me with her. Right. And you know, so, so, and so that's how I get into it. And so that's, I don't think there's one particular thing to, to kind of connect golf to other than it provides a bunch of different opportunities to, to, to go out and enjoy the, you know, enjoy an activity. So, yeah, I would say, a couple influences have been top golf and social media. You know, it's uh, uh, definitely a great way to follow different golf courses out there. If you're on Instagram and just uh, seeing some of these trick shot uh, artists who are yeah. doing, you know, doing some things and influencers who are going out off to these really cool golf courses. And we're no different here out in Maui, I, you know, trying to find the coolest holes out on Maui to, to go play and stuff like that, or Hawaii in general, if, uh, for that matter. Yeah. So, well, you've um, got the Instagram yeah. backdrop, that's for sure, with, with uh, the, the holes at your location, especially the, the ones that you mentioned before. So, you, um, yeah. certainly helps contribute as well. So, well, Suti, I, I thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. It was, it was fascinating to kind of hear some of kind of the, the business components of, of things that you, you know, have to work through and deal with. And, and I wish you guys the, the best of luck here as we continue into 2020 and you guys remain open and, and folks can go out and get good exercise or, or a good round of golf in. Um, they get in touch with you ahead of time. Definitely. Everybody keep their game sharp. Thank you so much, Jason, for, uh, for, for having me and uh, just uh, look forward to some, some great times ahead.